Hello and welcome to Nerd Subculture. I'm your host Jared. And I'm Edwina. And today we're continuing our Once More With Feeling series on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But today we're just going to do something a little different because uh, these episodes are part one and part two episodes. Yes. Yeah. So the episode is called What's What's My My Line? Line? Uh, The first episode was uh, aired November 17th, 1997. And the second episode, I guess would have been a week later, November 24th, 1997. Uh, or the first one was also written by How- uh, Howard Gordon and Marty Nixon, directed Noxon, by. Sorry. Is it what? Marty no- Noxon. Oh, Noxon. Directed by Marty <laughs> Noxon. That's an O. Yeah, it is. And directed by David Solomon. Uh, part two, also written by Marty Noxon, but directed by David Samuel. Eddie. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, this is a full spoiler podcast. I'm a huge fan of the show, but Jared has never watched the whole series and I'm trying to convince him that it's worth his time. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what did you think of this episode, Jared? Um, or these yeah. episodes? Oh, these episodes, yeah, okay. Uh, double episode, usually a lot more is going on, a bit more intense, a bit more... Uh, at least they're sort of back to the main narrative of the Buffy the Vampire Slayer story, rather just your Monster of the Week, um, which is not a bad uh, not a bad thing to do to Monster of the Week, but I have found their ones being a little boring when I've done that. Uh, and getting back to the main story with Spike and your favourite Gisela. Oh, I love And her Trisella. mindless child babbling. Uh, oh, I love her mindless child it is, babbling. It is charming. Actually. I don't mind her babbling. <laughs> Out of all the babbling, I'd probably say her's the best. Giles second and Willow and Sandra are dead last. Oh, but, no. Uh, her babbling's different to Yes. Willow. Yeah, well, there's a reason for it. Yes. Yeah. Hers is- And yeah. it's a lot creepier as well, I have to yeah, say. Yeah. She started doing the, the lamb stuck in the blackberry bush again. <laughs> that same little rhyme. Mm, yeah. 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 Only she was doing it while torturing Angel this time. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was very sexual, that scene, i got to say. Yeah, Being yeah, David up there and it was all getting all steamy. and It, it wasn't steam, it was smoke. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you, you couldn't see it coming off his body, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, yes. But, yeah, well, you sort of also, well, he let slip that him and Drusilla had been had intimate. intimate, yes. Yeah. Was that when he was a vampire? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, I tell you that being a vampire proves your libido. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. Yes. Um, had you seen this episode? No, but I I have a feeling I may have seen the scene where um Angel was in the cage and the sun was coming in. I know there was something familiar with that. I just recognized that scene. Like okay. Maybe that had been on and I'd I'd seen that. Uh, otherwise, I'd, I'd never. Did you recognise Kendra? At no, all? no, I'd never, okay. never noticed her. Never seen her before, and maybe I had, but uh, I, for some reason, I remember the angel like with the sun. I don't know where it's been. Did you something. like the little fake out where you didn't know whether who she was? Oh yeah, you yeah. thought she was part of the Order of Tarak. Mm, yeah, yeah. Nice misdirection on that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's quite a good little misdirection. Because mm. I remember when I first watched this, being completely thrown aback when she says she's a slayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, well, got me. I didn't know that uh, there'd be another Slayer. I know of maybe something else coming later, but uh, I'd never known of Kendra. So I don't know what happens to her. I'm guessing it's probably not good. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. Why don't you do the synopsis? Yeah, I'll get that talk, now. This, talk, talk more we'll about talk, Yeah, we'll get into that. All right. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, full warning uh, I'm doing a synopsis for both part one and part two. So, this is going to be uh, quite long, this one. All right. It's hard to sort of condense down. There's sort of a lot to say in here. So, yeah. I'll do my best. So, part one Spike works on a cure for Drusilla. Dalton, a vampire transcriber, is unable to decipher the book stolen from the library, which contains a cure. Drusilla informs Spike that they need a key because the book is in a code. Buffy witnesses Dalton stealing an object from a mausoleum, but he escapes when she is distracted by another vampire. She enters her bedroom and finds Angel waiting to warn her of grave danger. Buffy reports to Giles, and he is concerned when she tells him about the theft from the mausoleum. Spike and Drusilla examine the key stolen by Dalton, a gold cross. Spike decides to call the Order of Taraka, an ancient guild of assassins, to rid himself of the Slayer once and for all. Back at school, Willow is taken into a scheduled lounge area to be recruited by a leading software company along with Oz. At the mausoleum, Giles realises that Joseph DeLuke, the author of the book stolen from the library, is buried there and that the book's key was taken from the mausoleum. The assassins begin to arrive. A large, intimidating man exits a bus and a door-to-door beauty salesman attacks Buffy's next-door neighbour. A young woman attacks an airplane worker in the cargo hold of a plane, escaping with little difficulty. Giles tells Buffy, Xander and Willa about the Deluxe Cross, which can be used as a key, and he enlists their help with further research. Buffy arrives at the ice skating ring stadium for a date with Angel. She is attacked, but Angel arrives in time to help her fight off the assassin, whom she kills with the blade of her skate. Saw that one coming a mile away. (laughs) Angel, recognising the assassin's ring, warns Buffy that she should leave Sunnydale and hide. Buffy is paranoid and jittery, suspicious of each person who passes in the hallway at school, including Oz. Buffy arrives at Angel's empty home and falls asleep in his bed. Angel goes to Willie's bar for information and Willie finally confirms Angel's suspicions that Spike is behind the assassins. Before Angel can leave, he is attacked by a mysterious female. She locks him in a metal cage in front of an eastern window with only a few hours until sunrise. Giles reveals that the missing manuscript contains a ritual to restore a weakened vampire back to health. Xander and Cordelia enter Buffy's house and Xander searches for her while Cordelia waits downstairs. She hears a knock at the door and lets the mealworm assassin in. In Angel's bedroom, Buffy is attacked by the mysterious woman. They fight and the woman tells her the name is Kendra, the next vampire slayer. End of part one. What a cliffhanger. And like us these days, we always have streaming straight into part two. <laughs> well, when I watched it back in the day, you I had, had to, to wait, wait a, a whole week. week. Yes. Well, did you? Were you already into the show at that stage? or were Yeah, you... no, I watched yeah. it as it aired. Oh, okay. Yeah. That would probably been late on that. It would be like two years later or something. When it aired. No, no, they, they yeah. were pretty good. Were they? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. But it, but it, it was on like it was like late at night. It was at like ten o'clock at night. Mm. That oh, they used okay. to air. Yeah. That's when all the good shows were on, weren't they? <laughs> yes. Those late night slots. Those, uh... Yeah, it was either night. I think it was maybe nine thirty, ten o'clock. Mm. Yeah. Or they'd show Buffy at nine thirty and then Angel at ten. Yeah, there's some really weird shows they used to air early in the mornings. Like I remember there was a, a night nightmares on Elm Street. Did you ever see that show? No. Yeah, it was like it was like Freddy the Freddy Krueger show. It was kind of like weird stories and stuff like that. Yeah, it was it was it was a weird show actually. 
Okay. Recommend it. Anyway, <laughs> part two. Realizing they are both slayers, Buffy and Kendra go to Giles for assistance in explaining the situation. They learn that Kendra was called when Buffy temporarily died in her fight with the Master in Prophecy Girl. Meanwhile, Willie has saved Angel from certain death but sold him out to Spike. Spike takes Angel back to the warehouse where he will be held until he can be sacrificed to restore Drusilla to full strength. Xander and Cordelia run and hide in the basement, although before long they are arguing with each other. After an unexpected kiss, they rush to escape, running past the attacking male worm assassin. At school, Buffy, whose test results recommended a career in law enforcement, attends a career cinema. The police officer leading the seminar tries to shoot Buffy. Oz is shot and slightly injured as he pushes Willow out of harm's way. Kendra comes to Buffy's rescue and they fight off the attacker. The Scoobies, we call them the Scoobies now, aren't we? Yeah, we can call, we them, call them the Scoobies, Scoobies now. now. Okay. They use the term Scoobs they in did, this episode. Yeah. The Scoobies then gather in the library where Giles announces that Spike attends for Angel to die in the ritual to restore Drusilla. Angel is tortured by Drusilla, both emotionally and physically. Angel taunts Spike with insinuations that Spike is unable to satisfy Drusilla in the hope that Spike would kill him before he could be used to cure Drusilla. But Doc. Later, the Slayers <laughs> go after Willie to learn what happened to Angel. They force Willie to take them to the location of Spike and Angel. However, Willie leads them to the Assassins and the ritual has already begun. Buffy attacks Spike to save Angel and Kendra and the Scooby Gang arrive to back her up. Xander and Cordelia lure the mealworm assassin under the door into a liquid glue trap. Willow and Giles stake a vampire while Buffy and Kendra fight several of their own. Spike starts a fire and rushes to rescue the unconscious Drusilla, hoping that the ritual has time to cure her. Buffy prevents their exit, crushing them in falling rubble. She helps a weakened angel to exit the building. With the danger over, it is time for Kendra to leave. Buffy and Kendra discuss their position as a slayer. Kendra remarks that Buffy considers slaying to be a job when it is actually part of who she is. The two, now friends, say their goodbyes and Buffy is left with a new outlook on her position as a slayer as well as her knowledge that she is no longer alone in her calling. At the remains of the church, Spike lies seriously injured under the rubble. Drusilla rises, the ritual having worked and restored her to full power. She carries her partner out of the debris, promising to return the favour and make him as powerful as her. The end. Bum, bum, bum. Dun. Oh, that was a long one. All right, Eddie, over to you. I'm parched. <laughs> oh, where do we start? Um, you know, we do get – I do really like this two-part episode. Um, you know, it's an overarching episode and you learn why Drusilla and Spike have actually come to Sunnydale – um, you have Buffy who's struggling. Well, it was for the whole ritual. Is that what it was? Well, I think Spike was just under the impression that the that the Hellmouth would help her um, heal. Oh, but it didn't. No, but I th- yeah, I don't know where Spike gets all <laughs> of his information from, but he must have known there was a copy of that book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, it's where the tomb is with the cross and the book. I don't really know what. Okay, all right. Yeah, get all the way if you're back about it. He just he just knew <laughs> going to uh, Sunnydale would help somehow. Yes, Hellmouth do something. Yeah. Okay. Leave it at that. Yeah. So you have Buffy struggling with the fact that she doesn't get to choose what she does for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, treating 
slaying as if it's a job. Yes. <laughs> um, instead of her calling and part of who she actually is. Yeah. Uh, and you get Kendra. Now, I, I'm, I actually really like Kendra. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, her, <laughs> her problematic Irish Jamaican accent yeah, can, is a yeah, bit distracting. It was really annoying and uh, <laughs> I thought it was awful. Yeah, I, it's and pro- un- uncalled for. I think I think that's that's the word. Like it, originally, I don't think she was meant to have an no, accent. No, I was reading about it, and it was really last minute they threw that in the script. In the script, oh, by the way, you're gonna have a thick Jama- Jamaican accent, and she's like, "Huh? Oh, really? Do I?" Um, so the, the the story was written with no reference to her having a Jamaican accent. So they threw that in there last minute, and apparently she narrowed down a Jamaican accent. But the problem being, you can't that, understand. You can't understand someone with an accent that thick. So they. Yeah. They had to sort of tone it down a bit, so that's probably why it sounds all over the place. Because, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, you want to have that exotic accent, but then you want to be able to understand it. And if you, if you have to keep saying to her, "Huh," every time she says something, <laughs> it's going to be a little, you know, you know, uh, annoying and uh, not not really uh, a great way to have a character talk that no one can understand. So it's a catch twenty two. Yeah, and, and yeah, I don't think it was needed at all. She didn't need to be from Jamaica, and I think they were trying to. Lean into the Haitian sort of mystical voodoo sort of aspect, you know, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because there was that thing where they were like, she's been, she was sent to her watcher when she was a child. Yeah, but, but she wasn't a slayer though. So how could she? Well, be? she was a potential slayer for oh. some for some somehow. Her parents knew that she was going to be a potential slayer, so they sent her to this watcher. Hmm. Um, but yeah, she's she's like the another shadow self of Buffy, but she's sort of so far to the extreme of being the perfect slayer. Like she's obedient. Mm. She, you know, all she does all day is train and study and whatnot. But at the end of the day, she's got no ties to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Which is part of why Buffy has, like why she is in the end so powerful is because she does have have these uh, these ties to the world because it's a world worth fighting for. Yeah, yeah, you got to live in the world either in order to defend it. Otherwise, yes, exactly. What's, what's the point? Yeah, so you know, she, you know, poor Kent. I feel really bad for Kendra. Like it's that thing, like yeah, no family, no friends. Like she's not allowed to have relationships with anybody. Hmm. Um, and you know, stickler for the rules. Almost <laughs> sort of the military sort of version of the Slayer if she yeah. was used as a weapon. Yeah. So yeah, the perfect slayer, hmm. um, but no balance. Yeah, yeah. So one, ext- one extreme. Yeah, yeah. She's like way, like <laughs> completely the extreme of hmm. what happens when you you are the good obedient slayer, and it does kind of come back to bite her. <laughs> right, more <laughs> ways than one, I'm guessing. Yes. Um, but that's for a later episode. Oh. <laughs> um, so in this episode, Willow and Oz finally meet. Yes. And that weird scene where she's uh, ushered off behind the, the black curtain. Yeah. That was and it's it never comes up again, that No. 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 Just, it was just a way to get them to meet. <laughs> Let's just put it somehow they had to get them in a the room together. Yeah, pretty could- much. Oh, like so it is seen that, you know, Willow is extremely smart. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
yeah. So it's just their way of saying, "Oh, we've got your, we've had an eye on you mm-hmm. for a while." Yeah. Recruiting them straight out Checking of high school. Checking your key logs, software yeah. that we installed in your computer. Yeah. Very busy girl. <laughs> yes. So, but yeah, it really is just used to to also put you know Oz and Willow on the same playing field. That Oz is actually an incredibly intelligent guy, I guess. Is he? Okay, yeah. Can't play a nine, a E flat diminished <laughs> nine though. Yeah. What does that like? What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to pretend. I'm going to say, oh yeah, 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 yeah. E flat diminished nine. Oh yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's a hard chord. Yeah. Is it a hard? What I is I it? Don't know. I, I, so many different ways to play a chord. I, I've looked up at a few versions and look, I, I've played harder chords than that, so I don't know what what chord that he's talking about. Okay. Yeah. Oh. All right. I don't, I don't exactly know that. That's what I'm saying. There's so many different ways you can play a chord, mm. and I'm not sure which one he specifically is talking about. But uh, it was yeah, lots of different versions. I couldn't find a specific one. It wasn't as if I could find. Oh, this is the chord. Yeah, it's just yeah, a lot of ways to skin a cat. Basically, <laughs> comes <laughs> the chords. So yeah. Okay, we also have Cordelia and Xander. Yes. A, a passionate kiss in the basement when they're yes. locked in there. Yeah. Uh, so that could be the start of something big as well. Mm. Um, and we get the first use of the word or the term Scooby Yang. Yeah. So he just, but he just threw it out there as if they say it all the time. Though that was a uh, the weird part. Well, I think that's where it's used, and then it just became like everyone's just called them the Scooby Gang after that. Oh, you mean the viewers have called them the Scooby yeah, Gang? Yeah, yeah. But do they call themselves the Scooby Gang? Yeah, yeah, occasionally it's, it is it is brought It does up. come up? Yeah. Okay. But there's no, they don't just sit down and say, hey, we're the Scoobs. Do they, no. Do they, ever, they never say that? <laughs> no. There's never this moment, hey, what should we call ourselves? There's four of us. <laughs> fan four stick. <laughs> there's no moment like that or anything? No, there's no, no moment No fan like four that. stick? No, it's it's pretty much all from that one little yeah. um thing that, that – uh, Xander says to Cordelia. Right, okay, yeah. Yeah, if you want to be part of the Scooby gang. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, you have to drive Xander to <laughs> to Buffy's house apparently. Oh, oh, that was easy. Um what's another talk? Oh yeah, Buffy um ice skating. <laughs> That's also you never by the way, she never ice you'd never see her ice skating again. Right, but yeah, apparently you were saying she she was a professional ice skater or a competitive ice skater at one yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. So, and it is that thing where when when actors and actresses have um, you know do a resume and they've got like special talents. Mm-hmm. I think she had put on her <laughs> as what her special talent ice skating, mm. and just decided to just throw yeah, it in there one that. day and get to kill someone with a skate. I just knew that was coming. <laughs> Someone's gonna die with that skate. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I do have a funny story about that, but <laughs> okay. um, oh, also apparently Dala was a skater as well. The actress who plays Dala. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in this episode, you realise that Buffy is a fangirl of ice skaters, um, and that does come up later. Like, how did you find out she was a fangirl of ice skaters? Oh, uh, she's she's the Dorothy something or other. Like she, the Dorothy. You know, she had the haircut and the. The dolls and the posters and oh, I never noticed. Oh, okay. Uh, n- well, she doesn't have them up. But she said that she used to have them like, oh, when she okay. was a little girl. She used to. Oh right, okay, yeah. yeah. She's a bit of a fan girl. Right, okay. I missed that part. Okay. 
<laughs> she's she's telling Angel about it. Yeah. Um, was and, that in her bedroom? Was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, with Mr. Gordo. <laughs> Gordo. That, that you'll be surprised that comes up. I've seen that come up in so many pub quizzes. <laughs> what Gordo? What's the name of Buffy's pet <laughs> <laughs> stuff pig? Come back to Gordo here. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, yeah. So yeah, it does come up in later episodes that she has this weird thing of rewatching uh, that horrible skate. You know those Hallmark skate movies. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's I don't really. I don't know. I'm kind of rambling at this point. All right. Uh, you mentioned Gordo, <laughs> Mr. Gordo, Mr. Gordo. Uh, I think it might have been a play on a on a movie called Gordy. Oh, uh, yeah. You're showing me that, and I'm like, that's not Gordy. That's that. That's Babe. Yeah. Uh, about a talking pig <laughs> that uh saves a kid from drowning, and then and then becomes a famous celebrity, and then uh, only children can understand him. So he actually talks to the kids as well. So uh came out two years before, babe. <laughs> so if you want to claim plagiarism, I guess Gordy is the OG on this. On this uh, well, you could probably even go further back to Charlotte's Web, but anyway. Yeah, all right. But even the look of the – well, the look of the film looks very similar. I mean, using a piglet, so, you know. Um, but the film's very different, obviously. It's not uh, – babe never talked to humans. So they're just animals are talking to each other. Yeah. So the animals are talking to each other, and I think he's trying to find his family who were taken away, um, or something. I've never <laughs> heard of this movie, Gordy. I guess maybe in America it might have been popular at the time or something. Is this? Is it sort of one of the? Oh no, kind of a Disney said, movie or something. I don't. I don't know. I'm sure, if it's a Disney movie. I was thinking, movie, is it like a Deep Impact Armageddon? You know, ants, bugs. No, but it came out two life. years beforehand. Okay. Not, a, not at the same time. Like in '93, oh, okay. it came out, and Babe came out in '95. So there's oh, okay. a good, good couple of year gap there. So, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's it's a different movie, though. I mean, you can say that it's a ripping off that, but it's a completely different sort of film. Yeah. So this is the first fully. Well, it's the first episodes written by Marty Noxon. Noxon. Noxon, not Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and she's a girl, by the way. Okay. All right. Didn't know that. Not the president and not a girl. Okay. <laughs> no, she was not a president. She was not an ex-president. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, uh, she will later become the showrunner. So, right. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, when Joss goes off to make Firefly. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. The what? What's my line? Uh, yeah, What's My Line? Uh, that is a television show, American television show, that ran for about 30 seasons from like the 60s to the 70s, I think. I remember, oh, actually, maybe in the 50s, I think it might have started. Uh, and it was like a had celebrity guests on there. And the one I saw had Jerry Lewis, a couple other people. And basically, they would have a contestant, like someone from the public. And uh, you would they would have to ask that person questions on... Uh, and what their profession was, and they had to guess what their their, their job was, um, you know. Uh, so maybe that does play on the episode a little bit, Buffy's job being the vampire slayer, I guess, and yeah. having to, you know. Oh, well, she actually brings it up at the start. She says, I feel like I'm playing a game of what's my line, but. Yeah, well, that yeah, that was that. Um, so, Jared, what rabbit hole did you go down this week? Uh, well, this week uh, the rabbit hole went down the alley of literature. Okay. Okay. Uh, so there was a line said by uh, Spike uh, when he was uh, an old torturing uh, angel. 
and mm-hmm. he mentioned uh, you and your band from Re- uh, Re- Rebecca of Sunny Hell Farm. It was a reference to a book called Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm. I've never heard of this. You ever heard of this? No, book? I've never no. heard of this book. Uh, so this is a book written in uh, 1903. <laughs> okay. Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm, uh, written by Kate Douglas Wigan. Kate Wiggins? Is that me? I don't know. Nope. Nope, never heard of it. Uh, well, it's about a, a young girl. Uh, she uh, uh, she lives in, um, I don't know, country areas, I guess. Her father dies. She's sent to live with her aunties. Uh, she's one of the eldest of seven kids, but the eldest kid's left with the mum to help. And she's younger and she's got a bright imagination and family's poor. But yeah, but she has uh, a quite a bright imagination, which uh, her aunt is like, it's like a good aunt and a bad aunt. And like the bad aunt wants her to be a prim, proper lady. And the other aunt is sort of encouraging her, her youth. Um, and yeah, it's just the struggles of living in, in America in that time, I guess. Uh and basically, a spoiler on this is book. Is it a series of books? Yeah, there is a series. Yes, there's about th- there's three of them, I think, or three or four. Actually, and it was uh, adapted into a film uh, several times, actually. One of them starring Shirley Temple <laughs> as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm. Uh, yeah, and sh- and anyway, she uh, grows up and uh, become, yeah, becomes an independent woman and all that. Yeah, so Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm uh, might be worth a read. Hmm. Uh, oh yeah, and uh, and the other one that's sort of led me down a little another little rabbit hole uh, is a book called White Noise uh, by Don Delinio. Uh, this was written in eight, uh, 1985. Uh, he's still alive. He's written a few books, and uh, it was a reference. It was something uh, Schneider said uh, when he was uh, talking to Xander and Willow, and he mentioned not to believe anything they have. It's the airborne toxin event. Uh, which is a, a chapter from that book. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this book, uh, I don't know. It's uh, I don't know if I really want to go into it, but uh, it's about the couple who are afraid of death, and uh, they're questioning who would out of who would die first out of the couple. And then this event happens in their town where they get they're infected with some sort of airborne agent, and they have to go to this black market to take. Um, sort of a cure for it but it doesn't work or it has bad side effects and uh i think it's kind of a dark comedy it's also playing on um consumer culture i think is a big issue in this is a big sort of uh and religion and yeah basically everything <laughs> academia and death but it starts off with death uh so that was another little rabbit hole i went down well i i have to bring up when you were during that scene, you I was distracted because you made me pause it. Yeah. Because you were like... Oh, the cop's uniform. Because you saw the cop's uniform in yeah. the background. Yeah, her uh, 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 arm patch. I'm like, hey, that looks like the arm patch from Police Academy. Seriously. Uh, yeah, and, and it is. And it is. <laughs> and we wonder, now, was that maybe intentional? Yes. To say that yeah. she was wearing a costume. A costume. Yes. yes. Yeah. Possibly because none of the other when you see police officers in the rest of the show they they're not wearing that sort of uniform. No, yeah, or maybe they are. I'll have to take notice <laughs> next time <laughs> using uh, leftover uh, props from another movie or something. Oh, I've got these police uniforms. Just wear these, you know. Well, apparently, generic ones. Well, apparently, like the way that it works is that you actually like those sort of things are all hired. Hmm. Yeah. Like there's yeah. It's just police uniform, and no one would recognise the badge. <laughs> 
But, you know, no, you fully paused it going, hang on. <laughs> I will say I have uh, watched the Police Academy movies a lot, a lot of times. I haven't watched one in years, though. I think that might be a show we could uh, do a review on, actually, the Police Academy movies. I would like to revisit those um, and see how god-awful they are. <laughs> oh, and how incorrect. Oh, God, they'll, they'll have so many... Yeah, they'll be so politically incorrect. The first few were, I know the first few were pretty good, but they they got terrible pretty quickly. And and I remember the, the last one I saw the the mission to Moscow was just god awful. <laughs> I think I will enjoy watching that again. <laughs> yep. Um. Also, the tarot cards. So so years ago, I I used to be quite into my tarot cards. I have to say, the tarot cards that uh, Drusilla <laughs> seemed very specific. Uh, yeah, no, they'll. They were fake. Apparently, the the Miss Noxon had just created her own tarot cards to f- to further the plot along. So she just made <laughs> yes. up an angel falling because uh, yeah. there's nothing like that in the tarot card set. And that t- took me down another rabbit hole, actually, of the tarot cards. And maybe another reason I didn't show them because they are copyrighted. Yeah, and which the copyright did run out recently. Although there is a company called US Games who are still claiming some sort of copyright on it. It's meant to be in the public domain now. Uh, okay. So those tarot cards aren't hundreds of years old. They were made by a man. I can't think of his name now, but they're known as Rowan or something, not Rowan, but something like that. Um, and that's the, that's the typical tarot cards that you see or that they use usually. Yeah, but they're normally like, you know, your, your seven of cups and your death card and your mm. um, there's normally numbers. and Yeah, there's numbers on them, Roman numerals, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're not that old. They're not centuries old. They're actually yeah, less than 100 years old. The of course one. they are. <laughs> <laughs> that surprised me. I thought they were a lot older. But, yeah. 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 Yes. The ancient art of tarot, which it really isn't that no, ancient. it's not. <laughs> um, All right, Eddie, uh, let's roll it into question time. Ready? Question time. Answer the question. Go on. Okay. Which character was your favourite? We had lots of we had lots yeah, of new lots, char- lots, of, lots characters. of new characters introduced yeah, in this yeah. one. Um, a favorite in this episode, actually, I think I kind of like that Sammy the Squeal guy or the <laughs> no, Willie Willie the Squealer. Ah, I don't know where he's going. I've got nothing on me. <laughs> now I yeah. looked up that actor and he's just in everything. He's everything, but I, I just feel like there was a role that he's memorized for, but I. I don't know. I couldn't find it. He's in lots of TV shows. I'm like, no, I don't think that's the one, or that's the one. But there's there's something that I really recognise him from, but I just could pinpoint it. You know, out of all the shows he's been on, and uh, and and being and still to be on, I'd imagine. Um, yeah, I couldn't pinpoint the memorable character that I know him from. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'll just always know him as Willie. Yeah, <laughs> Willie the Squealer. Uh, and he, by the way, that's a demon bar that he runs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like this underground bar that yeah. demons and... Seems like a lucrative business, except all your patrons keep beating information out of you all the time. <laughs> that would get annoying very quickly, I'd imagine. Yeah. <laughs> um, Who was yours? Oh, my favourite character was definitely Kendra. Kendra, okay. the vampire slayer. Right. Yeah. Okay. This is going to be awkward. <laughs> Which character do you love to hate? <laughs> Kendra. <laughs> oh, that that voice is. Uh, yeah, no, it was really putting me off. Um, the oh, uh, I mine was Norman, that the man of bugs, the worm guy. Yeah, 
Not not the bug. He's not a bug guy. No. He's a man of bugs. <laughs> did, I, did I ever show you a worm do? Hmm? Did I ever show you a worm do? I'm not falling for that. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I hate those. Like, what do they call them? Mealworms? They're disgusting. Yeah. They just okay. look like maggots. Yeah. Which are also Giant maggots. Yeah. <laughs> They're gross. Uh, I have heard an interview with him as well. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, poor guy. He ha- actually literally had to have them crawling all over oh. his face. So did Cordelia. Mm. Oh, they they fake ones or something or dead? No. They didn't have money to do fake ones. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have money to do dusting, by the way. Did you notice well, that? Yeah, a couple but, of but they dusters. did have to do a lot of, like, there was a lot of CGI. Yeah, a lot of bug, shivering and, yeah. Bug arms. Yeah. And it, apparently they, they they had, like, a bug, a bug wrangler. <laughs> Maybe it was a tarantula guy who brought had him as well. Yep, probably. <laughs> um, what was the most memorable fight scene? I think the Buffy and Kendra, the yeah. Slayer, Slayer the fight chick, was pretty good. Chick fight, the chick fight, the yeah, chick fight, the scratching the hands, the pulling the hair, <laughs> chick fight. <laughs> yeah, no, that's my favourite one as well. It's a pretty, pretty. Um, it's pretty well choreographed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I thought you would have said the one at the end, but it's – I don't know. No, the, that big, one... the big battle at the end, but actually the, the Slayer on Slayer one was definitely better. Yeah, but it's not really a whole lot going on action-wise. Like, they're just kind of just punching each other a little. Yeah, but they're quite well – you sort of see that they're very evenly matched. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you could also tell that Buffy was going to win. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Buffy would have won in the end, which is sort of part of it, is that Kendra had no imagination. Mm, okay, yeah. So she wasn't as quick on her feet, even though she was technically better. Oh, uh, uh, Better at improvising. Yeah. But then again, Buffy's also more experienced, but then Kendra's studied more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Street fight, what is it, street smarts versus book smarts, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Um, LOL moment. Um, I don't know if it was really LOL, but when I know it was Angel and that other guy were punching each other, and it just seemed like for a few seconds I was just like punch trading punches. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Um, there was that, and I was all also the uh the Cordelia, but I'm gonna save that. I'll save that one. Ah, uh, you can save that one. Um, I always find the Cordelia Xander kissing in the basement with that romantic swelling music. Mm. <laughs> I always find that really funny. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah. Um, who gets the wooden spoon? Actually, I was going to say that same guy that uh, they got the throat slit, the <laughs> Taraka guy. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. First, First assassin. Yeah, yeah. He was pretty useless. I mean, he almost had Buffy, I guess, but uh, got taken out pretty easily. But he was also human. Yeah. That's the other thing that... Uh, well, wasn't uh, other woman human as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's funny. I think they lose their... Hum- I'm just guessing because it does come up all the time about Buffy not killing humans. Hmm. Um. She, she occasionally kills humans. Oh, and can we also mention uh, she slit his throat <laughs> and not a single drop of blood came out. 
<laughs> okay. I rewatched that that scene again, and yeah, he grabs his throat, but there's not a single drop of blood yeah. shown. Oh, okay. Yeah, must have been pretty blunt that uh, skate, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say my mum once told me this horrible story. <laughs> oh, go on. What was it? <laughs> I can't remember. Where she was. She was ice. It was actually like ice skating on a lake. Yeah. Um, and a guy was hassling her. Mm-hmm. And like skating around her and like just pretty much showing off and being an idiot. Yeah. And hassling her. And he fell over, like pretended, was pretending to fall over right in front of her. And then she ended up running over his hand with her ice skate. And what happened? She said she didn't look back. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said, did you chop off his fingers? And she was like, I don't know. I just kept skating. <laughs> okay. Mm. She must have heard. Did you hear anything? <laughs> I think she might have cut that part out oh, of the story. Just shut off, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think she severely injured someone. <laughs> Could have been worse. Could have slit his throat. Yes. Um. So I reckon Spike gets the wooden spoon in this. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because yeah. he wasn't specifically clear and all. I don't know why they didn't just kill Buffy in the, like, why Willie didn't just kill her in the sewer. Like, why they took her to Spike. Yeah, I I got the feeling that there was some misdirection or, like, some, uh, she deceived him by, somehow by saying, oh, the Spike wanted me. Because how did, that was kind of, maybe it was a scene that was cut out or something. Because like, he brought her to Spike and he's like, no, I didn't want her. I wanted her dead. Yeah. So I got the feeling that maybe there was a scene cut out or something where they were tricked into thinking that Spike wanted her. Maybe. Because, yeah. you know, they are assassins, not prison keepers. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I... They're not... They're there to kill them. To, like, it's it's not like a dog yeah. bounty hunter. Well, she was trying to shoot her earlier in the episode. Like, yeah. so clearly the omission was to kill her, not, not to, you know, bring her to Spike. Yeah. So I get the feeling that maybe there was something cut out or some sort of... Uh, or it's just a huge gaping plot hole. Or maybe you just need to get <laughs> off my back about that. Yes. Yeah. No, I don't think... Yeah, as I said, maybe, maybe, yeah. There probably could have been something where she... she um, There probably should have been something where she tricked them into to taking her there. Yeah. But, yeah, they sort of make it... They sort of just... They kind of redirection it by saying... You know, because you have her and Buffy and Kendra have the fight. Yeah. But it's so that Kendra can follow them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's all an act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but could have worked pretty badly if they just killed her in the sewer. Yes. <laughs> um, Favourite scene? Well, I guess uh, go the finale at the end, I guess. Okay. Big climactic. Big climactic ending here. I guess it was all built into that. And then you had the Assassin's Creed <laughs> knives come out. Yeah. Which I kind of, oh, oh, cool. Yeah, Angel's, Angel uses those quite a lot, actually. Yeah, really? But with, but with like, like, yeah, in the TV series Angel, ah. he gets he makes some that shoot out like spikes, like ah. shoot stakes out. Yeah, of no, I yeah. kind of uh, jumped to my seat when I, when I saw that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I like the um the angel Drusilla bondage scene they the have. The little torture scene. But also I think it's actually more when um 
Angel is trying to rile up Spike to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like saying, you know, he's kind of implying that he's had sex with Drusilla. Drusilla. And Drusilla does this shh, <laughs> bat dog. <laughs> Which I just. I'm yeah. Just, yeah. Um, okay. Least. Exactly. <laughs> least favorite scene. My least favorite scene was probably that weird scene where Willow gets taken away by the, the computer guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, it seems really ominous. Like it almost seemed like there was something weird going on there. Yeah. yeah. Like the way they come up through and speak to her and like, oh, hey, we're here to take you away now. And they. But and also they, the they, fact they, that they, she didn't get her test results back either. Like the, apt, like it's an aptitude test. Yeah. And she didn't get it back. And she's like, it's not a test that you, <laughs> like, they're like, oh, you must have failed the test. And she's like, it's not a test that you fail. Mm. But the way they sort of, you know, creepily just usher her out to behind this curtain and they're serving prawns. Can- canapes. Canapes. <laughs> and playing fancy music. <laughs> The posh music. Oh, this is a mm. posh place. They're playing that posh music song. And Oz is there. It seemed like there was just an elaborate way just to get them two in the same room to meet. Yeah. Uh, but it's never referred to again, is it? The the weird. No. Uh, no. no. Okay. Yeah. No, that was, that's the worst scene. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I My least favorite scene is probably when she's walking through the halls after both Giles and Angel have freaked Buffy out about the Order of Tarak. Um, and there's that guy who like pulls a, he pulls a a comb out of his <laughs> out of his jacket, yeah, and combs his hair, what, staring at Buffy the whole time while he does it <laughs> yes. creepily. Yes, um, and then she like grabs, I think Oz just happens to be walking up behind her, like passing yeah. her, and yeah, and she pretty much grabs him and throws him up against the wall. Yeah, and I'm always like, ugh. It's no, just- he he cops a bit in this episode, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he gets shot as well. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Poor Oz. So that's my least favorite scene. Yeah. One. Uh favorite quote. Uh my favorite quote was a little uh conversation between Rupert and Willow uh in the library and it's uh Giles says, uh there are forty three churches in Sunnydale. It seems a little excessive. And Willow replies, It's an extra evil vibe from the Hellmouth. Makes people pray harder. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Kendra's that's that's me favorite shirt. That that's me only shirt. Just shirt, Patty. <laughs> the Irish Jamaican accent. Yeah. That's me favorite shirt. My favorite shirt. That's oh. me only shirt. Terrible. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's the MVP of the episode? I might say Drusilla. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, she. Led them to the key and led them to Angel. So she kind of set the key yeah. events and process. And uh, did she mention the Taraka assassins uh, yes. as well? Yes. Yeah. Because she pulls out the three. Yeah, that's right. Cards, yeah. The yeah. Not tarot cards she had. <laughs> the not very tarot-y cards. No, no, didn't can't yeah can't show them. We have to pay her money. Yeah, Drusilla, go Drusilla. She put all the pieces in place. Yeah, she got all the pieces in place, and uh, yeah. Yeah, see, I was going to say Kendra, but no, you're right. It's Drusilla. <laughs> She's mm. the MVP of this. Oh, and then saves uh, 
Spike at the end. Yeah. And apparently uh, they wanted to kill Spike at the end of this episode as well. I think that yeah, was... Yeah, I've heard different stories though. Yeah? I, I, yeah. I, I know you clearly see him get rescued, so I'm not sure. Um. Yeah, because like, I've heard different stories where, yeah, they were originally going to kill him in this episode. Um, And then I'd heard that uh, he wasn't going to die in this episode. It was later on. Like, um, it's after Angel... Angel was meant to kill him, yeah, and steal Drusilla. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 There's. I've heard a few different ones, little stories. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but even coming from James Masters, he said he wasn't supposed to remain alive. Right. He was meant to die in this season. Oh, in this season. So maybe the finale or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he was meant to die. In well, this he's going to be the big bad. So you have the big bad die at the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. But Which makes they- sense. Not this episode. That seems silly. Yeah. Um. Best Cordelia freakout moment. Oh, I think we're both on on cue on this one. The the worm. <laughs> she pulls it out of her hair. Yeah, when she's running around screaming, and he's got, got the hose. <laughs> Xander's got the hose. And he's just hosing her with it, just so, standing there, and she's like, "I get him off me." And he's just just. <laughs> and then she's running away. He's still hosing her. <laughs> no, because I was gonna be when she's in the library and she pulls the worm out of her hair and she runs out of the library going, I'm going to go take a shower. <laughs> um, all right. What do you rate this episode out of 10? Oh, uh, well, I think I'll... Well, actually, I should say first, um, I might... Hang no. on, I'll quickly say first, Cordelia also does a really good job of kill, killing all of those mealworms. Like, she gets her revenge on the guy yeah, at the end. she like, enjoyed that, yeah. Like, yeah, you see yeah. her killing the, like, she she makes sure they are so dead at the end of that. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, what do you rate this episode out of 10? All right, I'll give it, I'll give it six tarot cards. Ooh, Okay. I'll give five it and a half, six. I don't know. Five, six. Yeah. Six? No, you got you said six. You All right. six. Okay, six. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go eight out of ten. Order of Taraka rings. Oh yes. Well that that's also the other thing, like, um, couldn't she just tell someone was in the order of Tarak by looking at their hand? <laughs> Whoops. Uh, whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Or what if they wear in their I'm in the Taraka uh, caps as well. From they get from <laughs> their, their, their Christmas their Christmas party. Yeah, they're all wearing T shirts. <laughs> Let's say I'm in the order of Tarak. Yeah. Tarak? Taraka? Taraka. Tarak Taraka, is it? Yeah. Do they come back again? Never. No. Is that one of these assassins they bring up in the was it the big three they had last time or the other time? The the three The three brothers, yeah, the yeah. vampires three. They do like their three things. Three, yeah. Three act structure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Try not to be the first guy, he gets killed first. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, I think we've uh, run out of things to say. All right, well that's it for this episode. We are Nerd Subculture. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And you can catch us on all the social medias we are on tiktok we are on instagram we're on facebook um email us twitter Twitter. yes yes and uh yeah like subscribe that's what you gotta do see you next time
Grr, arg. Bye.